Hi, and welcome to Your Best Self podcast, where my aim is to filter out the nonsense that the media and diet culture has led you to believe and give you evidence-based dieting and exercise advice that allows you to feel less overwhelmed and more empowered to make choices that fit around your family, career and goals. I want you to finally stop yo-yo dieting and achieve the fat loss results that you want and deserve in a healthy and sustainable way. Results that allow you to show up as your best self for you and everyone around you. I'm Heather, mum of two, EIQ certified nutritionist, PT and lover of all things fitness. My goal is to make your fat loss and fitness journey easier by sharing tips and advice And if you want some extra help and support on your journey, then details of my coaching can be found in the show notes. Hello and welcome to this episode of Your Best Self podcast. Now, I think we are on episode 26, um, which is mental. (laughs) Um, So thank you all for listening and for your feedback. It is always appreciated. And if there's any topics that anybody wants me to cover, then feel free to drop me a message um, on my social media. Instagram's probably the best. Um, it is heather.moffit.fitness and I will be more than happy to, to cover or answer any, answer any questions. This episode, um, I want to talk about a big part of my life, but it actually hasn't gotten much airtime recently, um, mostly because I have been off having some babies. (laughs) Um, But what I want to speak about is my my job. So I am on maternity at the minute, but I will be going back very soon um, to work as a radiographer in the NHS. So Um, I have been qualified for 14 years, um, scarily, and during that time I have done my fair share of shift work. So in this episode I want to talk about shift work, I want to talk about my experiences with shift work, and I want to um, help anybody who works shifts um, or works on social hours and also like um, parents with young families as well because it's it's all relative um, and there's some days that I would actually rather be doing a night shift than, than being up through the night with like the kids and then having to do everything on top of um, like everything the next day and not having like a quote-unquote rest day or been able to have a sleep like basically if you've got kids and you're up through the night you still have to do everything that you need to do the next day like you can't you can't um, just go to your bed let the babies take care of themselves so there's going to be parts of it that are going to be relative to a huge amount of people and so if you know anybody and have anybody in mind and you've listened to this and you think that they would benefit from listening um, then please pass it on or share it on your stories Um, I really appreciate all of all of the support. Um, so, when I first started um, in the NHS or do, in like doing some shifts or doing shifts, night shifts, etc., um, that was so rambly there. Sorry, we actually started in sixteen and a half hour shifts. So I would start at half past four in the afternoon and work until nine o'clock the next morning, and they were brutal, brutal. I hated 
those shifts. But one thing I do remember from them is the amount of food I would bring in. And that is because like we were having dinner there and we were basically working like the full night. And I, I had a bit of the mentality of, well, I'm on night shift so I deserve a treat or I'm just going to eat my way through this that's how I'm going to get through it like that was kind of my mindset at the time but the amount of food I would bring in and colleagues would bring in is incredible like the, the sometimes the like the table or like the, the counter was just rammed with like rammed with food and it was not the most nutrient dense food um, <laughs> to choose so then these shifts, these changed. These shifts changed to twelve-hour shifts. So we would start at eight and finish to eight. Uh, finish eight the next morning, and that is currently what our shift pattern is at the minute. Um, but I also do the odd two to ten shift and the odd nine to five as well. And I know everybody's shifts are going to be different, and their schedules are going to be different, and um, just depending on like where they work and their job, etc. But that was like my that is my my current shift pattern and I know firsthand the struggles that come alongside shifts so some of the stuff that I would experience um, both during a shift and after would be tiredness like that's a that's a no-brainer you're up like um you're up you're trying to stay awake through the night when your body's screaming at you to go to sleep so the tiredness I would experience low mood I would be really irritable um I would have a lack of motivation just to do the daily tasks that I would that I would normally love to do um the sleep deprivation obviously like that comes with the fatigue and the tiredness but um the actual feeling of like sleep sleep deprivation during that shift like the sick feeling you would get the feeling like like jet um jet log the jet log feeling you would get after shifts um digestive problems like lovingly named in our work as a um, night shift belly <laughs> but you would sometimes leave a shift and you would just hope there was nobody walking behind you um and also the heightened emotions like tiredness can act like can bring out bring out like everything is feeling everything feels so much harder um when you are you're sleep deprived um, and that could also have that also had an impact for me in some relationships. Um, like I would be snapping at my husband, um, snapping at my family, and it was just because I was I was tired. And then the impact it actually it also had on like social life and now family life. And actually, that the feeling con- feeling connected with others and feeling um, connected with family because there'd be some days after shifts that I would just be sitting. And I would be unsure how long I'd been sitting for because I was just in a daze because it was like I was so, so tired. Um, so, like, the, the impacts that... Um, the, the, the struggles that can come alongside shifts, like, I know um, firsthand what these feel like. And I did, I've been doing, like, a little bit of, like, research on shifts and some of, like, the kind of implications that they can have on your health. And shift work has been associated with a higher risk um, of sleep problems, gastrointestinal problems, anxiety, obesity, um, cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, cancer, um, altered menstrual cycle, 
and an impact on like your social life and your connections, which can have a, a negative impact on your mental health. And a lot of coaches don't understand this when they are programming, like programming your nutritional targets, um, like your exercise targets, like your sleep hygiene, telling you that you have to sleep um, seven to nine hour, um, hours a night, like for health, etc, etc. And I've also heard some clients ask, or some coaches ask clients if they actually have to do their shifts. Can't they get a new job? Can't they come off shifts? And for many people who get into jobs, whether it's in healthcare, like first responders, offshore, flight attendants, etc., like working shifts is a huge part of that job. And it's 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 really unrealistic for coaches to be like, well, do, can you not just come off your shifts or can you not just get another job? Um, and not to mention like the financial implications that working shifts do because when you're working on social hours, your wages reflect that. So financially for a lot of people, like coming off their shifts is just not a viable option. Um, and it's not realistic for, for people to do this. Um, but like when you're when coaches see like if coaches are in that position and, they, and they're looking at the research and they're seeing like all the negative health implications that, that working shifts can do like I do understand why they would advise clients or they would put that out there like about changing jobs or coming off shifts but for me as a coach and also somebody who works shifts like I see this list of like the the potential and that that's the thing it's it's the potential increased risk and I see this as an opportunity to make sure that I am doing everything in my control to minimize the risks of these like these in, um health problems negatively impacting my life or or me developing any of these health problems and it's something that I um try to empower clients to do as well like just because this list of like negative implications is there it doesn't mean to say that you have to be like oh well I watch this so I'm gonna oh well that's just that like I'm gonna get these like I'm or this is some of these are going to happen to me like it doesn't have to be like that you can see that list and be like okay so that's like like yeah like that's a pretty like negative list and there's actually now like um like shift work is um there's something called shift work disorder but you can look at that list and you can either be like right oh well might as well just bow down to this or you can be like right well do you know what working shift is part of my life it's a big part of my job I really enjoy my job so what can I do daily to minimize the risk of these things happening and that could that is like making sure that your food quality food like the nutritional content of your your diet is a priority sleep hygiene so the quality and quantity of the sleep that you that you're getting is um as optimal as possible making sure that you're getting some physical activity and you're weak making sure you're getting time outside, making sure that you're still prioritising those connections with family and friends around about your shifts. Like these are all things that are in your control and that can help minimise um, the risk of these, the, the, of the contraindications that working shifts can do. And this means that doing these, like fitting these into your daily life, they can improve your health. And they can still allow you to do your your job 
um, and also live a healthy and fulfilled life. And it's actually empowering for people who work shifts to have this information, to have like the the data and the research in front of you um, and use it to help build a plan that suits them and their shifts um, and it helps them reach their own goals, whatever they may be. And if we take into into consideration um, somebody who works shifts and who has a fat loss goal, then creating and sticking to a calorie deficit, it does become more of a challenge because the research shows time and time again like the the benefits sleep has on fat loss and your health and your well-being. And your sleep and your circadian rhythm is disrupted when you're working shifts. And that is not just night shifts. That is working like long days. It's working like back shifts, early shifts. Anything that's going to um, disrupt that circadian rhythm, that natural circadian rhythm, um, it is going to have an impact on your sleep. And that that um, impact could mean that your hunger hormones um, are disrupted. And so that means that you might feel hungrier. And if you are working a shift and you are hungry because you're trying to stay awake and your energy levels are low and your um, decision making and your cognitive um, function is lowered throughout the shift and the staff room is filled with chocolate, sweets, etc., then that is going to make sticking to your calorie deficit so much harder. And again, it's using this information and not letting it become a self-fulfilling prophecy. And by that, I mean that you tell yourself that, oh, well, I work shifts, I'm working night shifts, I can't possibly stick to a calorie deficit or I can't possibly lose fat. And then this expectation starts to influence your actions and your behaviours. And then you then it then becomes something like that story is um, intensified because your actions and behaviours are then driving you to eat and you can't lose body fat and then you're starting to tell yourself that story again, like, well, told you, I work shifts, it's too hard for me to to lose weight. And it becomes a vicious cycle and a vicious self-fulfilling prophecy. So you can use this information and you can use um, the tools in your disposal and what is in your control to move away and to start telling yourself a different story and to build trust in yourself that you can work shifts and you can still work towards your goal. So here's some things you can do to help. Number one, plan your week. Plan meals, plan your workouts, when you're going to meal prep when you're going to do a food, food shop around your shifts. So get your shifts in there first and then plan everything else around that. Obviously, if you've got family, there'll be family commitments in there um, as well. But once it's done, this is down on paper or Google um, Calendar, wherever you plan your, um, your weeks, once it's down and you will have a much more focus and feel much more in control of your week and what you need to do. And I often hear people say that they don't have enough time, but it's not lack of time, it's a lack of focus. So get intentional with your time and you will surprise yourself how much you can get done. And I've found this since having the two kids, like if I have a little gap of, or a little bit of um, free time when Olivia naps or um, 
like somebody, like a grandparent's taking her out for a walk, like the amount of stuff I can get done in a short space of time because it's focused and it's intentional is incredible. So try it out. Once everything's planned out in your week, you will feel so much more in control and you will surprise yourself about the amount of stuff you can get done. Um, Second thing is bringing your own meals and snacks when you're on shift. And it's a really easy one. But if you have your own food prepared and you know that it's aligned with your goals, and it's good, then that's going to make life so much easier. There is no decisions that you have to make on that shift when you are tired and you are, um, you're wondering, oh, if you don't have anything planned, you're like, what am I going to eat? Oh, is this going to fit with my goals? And then you end up hitting the effort button because you're not prepared and you're just you're unsure, um, and. If you do forget, also have some some canteen or some food, eh, some shop options um, that you that you know you can go to that fit around your goals. So you are less likely to hit the effort button um, when you are when you're on shift. And the nutritional content of your food is going to help massively. It is not just about hitting a calorie target um, and you will drop body fat because what you eat will really determine how easy this feels and there's research to show this following a nutrient dense diet um you are going to feel less hungry um your energy levels are going to be higher your sleep will be improved so ensuring that your diet is 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 nutrient dense as possible um and that is making sure you're having you're having like a variety of fruit and veg you're eating whole grains you've got some protein in there um, some healthy fats you're drinking enough water like this is all going to help um how easy sticking to a calorie target will be and the third thing is prioritizing sleep when you can now sleep is essential it's essential for health and well-being and depending on your shifts you do want to try and do what you can when you can what's in your control to help improve not only sleep quality but also quantity so here are some things you can do so sleep hygiene um here are a few non-negotiables for your bedroom if you are a shift worker you want to keep the temperature um you want to keep your room cool so Research has showed the optimal temperature for your room is around about 18 degrees. You want to make sure your room is dark. So that um, involves having blackout blinds. Now, if you do not have these as a shift worker, then go and invest in blackout blinds and or an eye mask. Um, White noise or earplugs can help drown out daytime noise and just mean that the sleep quality you have is better and you will also sleep longer um, if you're not getting disturbed by the day-to-day noise. Um, having like a calming scent, like lavender, that can help create like a, a calming environment um, that is going to help with um, falling off to sleep and staying asleep as well. And creating a wind-down routine. So dedicating 30 minutes um, and having the same routine regardless of of what shift you're on so you could come off night shift and you could have this you will have the same sleep routine or wind down routine routine that you would have um 
coming off a day shift and this is going to help your body know that it's time to sleep so the more you do this and get into the habit of doing this your body's going to um, like instinctively know that it's time to wind down and it's time to, to go to sleep so examples could include like a warm shower some light stretching maybe a bedtime yoga reading meditation journaling basically like finding what works for you and having that 30 minutes to um, to wind down um, is going to really help really help improve sleep quality and quantity. And another thing you can do is like no TV or electronics 30 to 60 minutes before bed because the blue light that comes off of these um, screens is going to um, decrease melatonin production and that is the hormone that helps us um, sleep. Um, so that's like some kind of sleep hygiene and some like wind down routines or wind down um, options that you can have that is going to help um, with your sleep quality and quantity. But there's some daily habits that you can do that are going to help improve your sleep as well. So again, thinking about what's in your control, like as a shift worker, um, that is going to, to help. So daily exposure, um, physical activity, reducing or stopping smoking. Um, reducing alcohol consumption especially before bed because your body like your sleep can be disrupted as your body's digesting um, or in helping breaking down that alcohol um, during your sleep and caffeine intake so trying to reduce your caffeine intake um, and not having any caffeine at least 10 10 to 12 hours before you're going to sleep so just thinking about your shift when you're going to finish when you want to go to sleep um and then working back from from that um so to kind of round up yes shift work does come with its limitations but it doesn't mean that your goals have to be put on the back burner you can use all this information um to educate yourself and to build a plan that works for you and I've spent 14 years working shifts um, and I've still um, managed to lose body fat, improve my performance in the gym, build muscle. Um, basically, like any goal that I've had, I've not let working shifts um, stop me doing that. I've used the information and the research out there um, and I've did what was in my control, what I could um, and worked on that. So it can be done. Um, it doesn't have to be the choice between your shifts and your goals you can do both so if you do want to work with a coach who understands the demands that shift work can have but knows this has did it herself and it can i can help build and support um, you to reach your goals whatever they may be whilst working your shifts then i'm the coach for you um, so if you do want to work with me, my um, contact details are in the show notes. And again, if you're listening to this and somebody comes to mind and you think that they would benefit from listening, um, then please send this episode their way. But thank you all for listening. Um, and there will be more shift work content coming your way. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoy and I hope you have an uh, amazing day or night whenever you're listening.